to be able to um, get it done. So I'll sort that out very soon. Uh, system is just taking its time. So let's see. Uh, chapter nine. So chapter eight, uh, last week, uh, Tola and I, uh, we talked about uh, Saul getting the boldness after um, Stephen was killed uh, and the kind of things that happened. Uh, and uh, we're looking at, so probably it was even Stephen's actions that's emboldened someone like Paul to do all he did uh, at that time. Uh, so today we're going to be going into chapter nine uh, quickly because uh, the time is already far spent. So let's go to chapter nine. So this was Saul's conversion, meanwhile, because he was already persecuting the church. And uh, one of the very important things we said last week was that uh, Saul is like, I think he's even worse than Boko Haram or ISIS. He wasn't just persecuting people who came to the temple to preach. He was going into their houses to arrest them. I mean, that's that's the height of, of persecution. He was going into their houses, what they were doing in the corners of their, of their rooms, and he was going there to arrest them. So let's go to chapter 9. Meanwhile, Saul's, meanwhile, Saul was breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for the letters to the synagogue in Damascus so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. Um, how I wish that I, I was on the system to be able to show you um, the Greek word for the way here. Uh, and, 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 I, and that's, that's actually... Um, significant that Paul and Saul at this time uh, actually uh, regarded the, these, these people or the disciples as followers of the way, anybody who belonged to the way. And the way, if you look at your Bible, it's in capitals. It's in capital letter. That's uh, verse 2. Uh, let me read from the message. I have a, a, a Bible version that's got to, I mean, Bible that's got two versions here. Uh, all the time, but from verse one, all the time, the message version, Saul was breathing down the necks of the master's disciples out for the kill. He went to the chief priest and got arrest warrants to take to take to meeting places in Damascus so that if he found anyone belonging to the way. So it was just, this is not just a translation error. It's actually deliberate, as in these are disciples of the way. And this was what was uh, recorded, I mean, how Jesus, I mean, the disciples were, were regarded at that time. So Jesus is the way. He's actually also uh, affirming uh, from the persecutors that Jesus is the way. Okay, um, verse 3. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. Now, why will Saul automatically um, assume this is a Lord? Why will Saul um, address the voice from the light as Lord? I've said it times without number that uh, the Jews were already expecting, they, they, they already, I mean, the Jewish culture, the lights, um, are seen as angels, they understand that they are from God. So he understood that, okay, whatever voice uh, from this light, from his theological background, from his Jewish 
uh, um, scholastic background, he understood that this was going to be uh, a supernatural or out of natural experience. So, uh, so we shouldn't be surprised that Paul uh, Saul um, could actually refer to that person as Lord. Uh, he may not know that that was Jesus. He may not know that that was the way, but he understood the fact that uh, if there's anything that appears as a light, if there's anything that appears uh, in form of uh, like a transfiguration figures and things like that, they understood what angel appearances are like. So, who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now, this is a very significant lesson. Uh, Saul was not persecuting Jesus in person. Saul didn't go to Jesus to attack, but he was attacking the followers of Jesus. Now, what this means is that if anybody persecutes me, they're persecuting Jesus. If anybody touches me, they're touching Jesus. And Jesus is very protective and possessive of what, whatever belongs to him. So if you touch me, you're touching Jesus. If you, I mean, this is just uh, uh, this is a typical example that if you touch me, you touch Jesus. Jesus is very possessive and protective of me. Uh, so I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. Uh, now get up, go into the city, and you'll be told what you must do. Now this is this is just someone who, in all fairness, I won't, I won't, I won't. Uh, I won't claim over religiosity or over righteousness. If I was in the church at this time, I'll be praying for the death of Saul. I mean, the guy, the guy went all out. I mean, it's it, 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 this was the height of of wickedness. This <laughs> this man has been doing, and this Jesus just appeared to him. He didn't scold him. He didn't beat him. He didn't tell him he's going to die. He already was already showing him a way out. I mean, how gracious, how gracious can God be? Which means no matter how dirty your sin could be, no matter how bad uh, uh, you could have been in your previous life or whatever you've done previously, no matter what you've done previously, the, the redemption arm of God is always stretched out. God is always there to redeem you, to draw you, but to take you back into his fold. God is always there. Jesus is always there to take you back into his fold. And, 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 and watch that. So he said, now get up and go into the city. You will be told what you must do. Uh, verse 7. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Now, if and I, God, God, God is just a... Is, a, is an amazing, is a miraculous God. I, if it was only Paul uh, that heard the voice, I would have said probably he imagined it. The, God made it so such that even the people following him, the people who were around him, heard the same voice uh, uh, speak, although they didn't see anything, but they heard. So he could have been making this up. Verse um, eight. Saul got up from the ground, but when they opened, when he opened his eyes, he could not, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called him, called to him in the vision, Ananias. Yes, 
Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on straight streets. I love the way, I love, I love the way they laid their street. I mean, just straight streets, curved streets, uh, lovely. I mean, that, that, that's going to be like the lucky of the, of these days. Uh, I think so I was making just, uh, like cracking a joke that, uh, the name of some areas or the bus stops of some areas for those of us that are from Nigeria, uh, our bus stops, uh, are named, I mean, how, how, how posh the name of the bus stop is determines the kind of people that are living in that place. So for you to, for Saul, even in his week, uh, in his, in his, in his downtime, to be staying in straight streets. I mean, guys, guys on, on point uh, with leaders or with, with cream de la cream. So uh, it was staying on, on straight street. Lovely, lovely name. So um, so God had to speak. And I, let me just let me just pause here a bit. God had to call his servants. God had to speak to someone because of Saul. I mean, how... Uh, on on Sunday, I think it was uh, on, on Sunday. I was having a discussion with my dad, and we were we're talking about um, uh, for those who, of us who are old enough. There was a very notorious robber uh, in the in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, I think eighties or nineties. We were in primary school. I mean, primary school then. I think I was in primary school, so we heard a lot about this guy, uh, Shinrambo. Uh, and he's given his life to Christ. He was a very notorious robber, and he came on on air to start talking about some of the things he did. And I was saying something that, uh, well, if the people he killed died without Christ, uh, they're going to hell, which is the bitter truth. <laughs> I mean, they're going to hell. How 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 God just just some things at times is beyond some of us. How gracious he is, how quick he is to just forgive people and wipe their slate clean. See, some of us, um, the devil wins us because he has been able to put guilt in us. He has been able to, 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 to corner us, put us in a corner and make us feel guilty of the things we've done, that we've asked for forgiveness and God has wiped our slate clean. I mean, if God could be calling to his servants, called to a, a priest, God had to call to, I mean, to, to his, his servant, someone who recognizes the, the voice of God because of Saul, to go and pray for Saul. I mean, someone that should, we should, if, I mean, if, it, if I was, I'm not, sorry, maybe I'm not holy enough, but if I was in the church at this time, I would be praying for serious coal of fire or rain of fire to, to pour upon, upon the head of Saul. God was speaking to someone, to a servant, I mean, to a, to a faithful servant. Go and meet this same man that has been persecuting you. Let's, let's go ahead. I'm still coming back to that point. So the Lord said to him, go to the house of Judas on straight street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. See, God, as, as, as much, you don't know, so when people... Um, when people do things to to hurt us, when people do things to 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 harm us, and the the see, look at what Paul is doing here. The Bible says he's praying. 
few days ago, the guy just put people in prison for the sake of the gospel. Few days ago, this same guy just killed people. But look at him here. The Bible is attesting to the fact that he is praying. I mean, God had to, had to recommend that this guy is praying. So no matter how far you have gone, in as much as you can humble, that's what the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray. So, so which means to even pray in times of adversity is a form of humility. The reason, the reason why some of us are not praying uh, could be just because we are proud. I mean, to just hand everything over to God, Lord, I am in my weakest now. Help. To just admit, Lord, I need you now. I need you now. You need to, you need to, you need to, you need to come to my rescue now. So that 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 takes humility. And I think that is one thing that that that, that, that uh, uh, God saw, that Jesus saw in, in, in Saul here. He was humble enough to know that, hey, I've messed up. Nah, I've messed up. He was praying. Because of his prayers, the Lord did tell us if he was asking for forgiveness of sin, he was asking for a second chance. God did tell us, but he was praying. Jesus, Jesus wanted that man. He wasn't just playing for three days. He wasn't, he was praying. And for God, for Jesus to move this, which is, if you look at the face, God looks at the of this man was repented. So if you, no matter how you go, if you have repented, if you truly come back to God, repent of the sin, the Lord is ready to, to take you back. The Lord is ready. The Lord is ready to bring you back in. See, men will be looking at you as well. I was already speaking to someone to take on behalf of the guy that just was killing people a few weeks ago. So let's um, go to the vision. He has seen a man has come and based on the sexual shown a vision about Ananias coming. The same Lord of hosts has gone to see the just is something else. The same Lord of hosts has gone to show. And then I told the guy about it, expecting you. I mean, God is just, just amazing. Let's, let's go ahead. Um, Lord, of course, you know, for Bible class, you know what Anana said. This guy had been killing people. I mean, you won't blame Anana. See, Anana was understood. Anana was not, was not um, um, doubting the voice that was speaking to him. If he was doubting the voice, he would have said, I repeat you, Satan. You understood it was, it was the Lord. Say, Lord, and I said, I've heard many reports about but from all the harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. See, God, I know, see, now you, what, what I'm saying is that 
uh, Bros J. It, it, it seems you didn't get the memo. Like <laughs> you didn't get the memo. You're not you're not around. Like we we are around. We understand what's happening. You understood that the Lord is the is, is omnipotent, is omniscient, is omnipresent. And what kind of persecution have we been to these people? That even God, that God is everywhere. God knows all things, and God saw all the people that have been killed. I mean, it's just saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. So the Father was the Jesus, was the and and this man I had to remind you that, bros, it is to dig at the Look at Jesus' response. But the Lord said to her, "This man is my chosen instrument." Um, I won't go into predestination because that's a that's a topic that is very sensitive, and a lot of people have loads of uh, issues around. Maybe sometimes when we are between uh, salvation and predestination, things like that, I may touch it. Uh, but this man said, "The Lord said, I have chosen him. This man." Okay, uh, let me read from from here now. Uh, but God said, go, for Saul is my chosen instrument. So God has already settled his job description. God has settled his job description before he was lost, before he was converted, before he was people. This man is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings. See, we're going to get to a place. Please, this, this is very, let me just, let me just, I like this place. Because this is just... No wonder Paul, they told Paul uh, that, hey, they're going to bind you. They're going to do this. They're going to do us to you. Uh, when you go to Jerusalem, this is how you killed. The guy didn't hear. Yes, he said, on his head that he's mad. He wants to kill you. He's taking your message to the king. But he could have gone in jail. He, he, he decided to go in jail. Well, look at that. Anyway. You take my message to Jesus and to King as well as to the people of Israel. But I will show him how much he must suffer. See, the suffering has been predicted. The suffering of Saul has been predicted from the one piece of his of his uh, of his call. It's been more suffer. For my sake, see, things God doesn't play catch up. Things don't catch God by surprise. Oh, uh, especially, especially, uh, I don't like going. Let me just mention one first. This is you know, a certain of people uh, uh, thought that the American uh, presidential election should have gone one way. Uh, other people believe it should have gone. The other way, and some people believe that ah, the devil has won. That ah, the devil has uh, that they are probably probably because the candidate of their choice didn't win. Ah, uh, that means the devil has won. And I'm like, see, this is still the same us that 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 eulogize God that he knows the end right from the beginning. Before all of us, all of us were born. God had already know what's going to happen in in twenty twenty three. So what happened in 2020 was The devil did just go to God and say, hey, I catch you. 
didn't catch God. Uh, do I see that? Hey, didn't do I don't know what to do. I Confirm that any other person, hope the audio is not breaking on your hand. Okay, let's go ahead. Uh, okay, so, ladies and brothers of the law, uh, please confirm uh, the audio better now. Or any other person, kindly confirm if the audio is better. Okay, okay, okay. So, what do we do? Is it better now? Is the audio better now? Okay, thanks, Pastor. Thank you. Oh, I, I think I, I think I have to get our video because I'm using the phone. So um, stem is on, but Skype is still hanging. So let's let's just go ahead. Um, so it was already it was already. I mean, this was already a brother to him, uh, and that shows uh, a brokenness. Uh, uh, we have a. We have a very unforgiving church uh, these days. I I'll be sincere with you, sirs. We have a very, very, very unforgiving church. 
the, the Christians of nowadays are so unforgiving. If you if if a soul would come to he will never, never, they will not allow him to, to touch anything in the church. They will always remind him of his sin. The sin that even Jesus has forgiven, has forgotten. The Jesus that we that he offended has forgiven him. I mean, some of us are just and that's 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 what the zealots do. We just fight for God. We fight for what we don't understand. We fight for the God we don't understand. And it's 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 scary, it's annoying. Honestly, it's annoying. If I, I just I just hope this teaching can can help somebody, can touch somebody, uh, that we will we will stop we'll stop being zealots, stop fighting for what we know nothing about. Uh, I mean, it's ah, it is well in Jesus' name. Okay, so let's let's go ahead. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I hope, let me see if I can transfer the hosts so that I can do more things on the system. Just give me a moment. I, I beg, uh, please, I beg of you. Okay, so um, I'm back on the system now. Uh, maybe I camera. I think my phone camera is better. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for uh, bearing with me. So let's let's just go ahead with the study. Uh, so I'm uh, sharing my screen. Um, uh, it laid his hand on me in chapter. I'm on. I'm in verse 17. And uh, brother Saul, the Lord, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road, sent sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, the scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Afterwards, he ate some food, regained some strength. Saul stayed with the believers in Damascus for a few days, and immediately he began preaching about Jesus in the synagogues, saying he is indeed the Son of God. Now, why is a fresh believer? Why does a fresh believer automatically get uh, uh, a license to start to start preaching? Uh, and I've said it quite uh, a, a number of times that uh, these people, which we should, we, we really need to understand that these uh, were Judasias. They were already expecting the coming of the Messiah, so they understood um, um, uh, 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 the, the Jewish scriptures. They were already they understood what the, who the Messiah is, so that so that we don't we don't confuse this and get a a a, a, a new convert uh, who, who just got converted in church and immediately we start giving him uh, leadership roles. And that's one of the mistakes some of us make in church. That's one of the mistakes we make. Uh, someone just give their life to Christ or someone, or especially all these people that come to confess. Uh, I don't know if we have, we have, we have, we have, we have met some of them. 
uh, maybe they were occultic before, and uh, the first day of, of being of being converted, we turned them to evangelists and they start uh, teaching. Uh, so it's different here. Saul was already uh, knowledgeable about the, the Jewish cultures and the Jewish traditions and who the Messiah is supposed to be. So you just got uh, uh, convicted that, yes, this person that just died is truly the Messiah. So that's why he immediately started preaching so that we don't just say, after all, so, you know, especially these young people, uh, I'm a young person too, so I shouldn't start talking as if I'm old. Uh, we young people just think, after all, uh, immediately Saul, a few days after Saul got converted, he started uh, teaching in the synagogue. You should really understand the difference. Someone that, that just that is fresh in the gospel needs to go through. Um, that's how we do discipleship class, young, new believers class, to understand the ethics, what happens in the church. So let's go, uh, verse 1. All who heard him were amazed. Isn't this the same man who caused such devastation among Jesus' followers in Jerusalem, they asked? And didn't he come here to arrest them and make chains and take them in chains to the leading priest? See, God is a, I don't know, God has a sense of humor. God has some, some great sense of humor that he knows how to turn your story around. He knows how to make turn things around that what the devil thought was going to be used. Uh, uh, how do I say it now? What the devil thought was going to be was going to be uh, 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 a disadvantage. God turned it around. The same man that was supposed to arrest people and take them to the chief priest in the same town is preaching. I mean, God has a sense of humor. He just knows how to use how to use things for his for his glory. Okay, Saul's preaching became more and more powerful, and the Jews in Damascus couldn't refute his proof that Jesus was indeed the Messiah. Now he's preaching to the Jews, not. The Jews who have believed, and I've told, I've repeated over and over who the Judas are, they already understood who the Messiah is and the Messiah is coming. So he just needed to convince them that Jesus is the Messiah. So the Jews couldn't refute his proofs that Jesus indeed is the Messiah. Verse 3, after a while, some of the Jews plotted to kill him. Okay. Now, the typical church people who, when they see uh, anything change, anything new, the first thing to do is to destroy it. And they are still around in churches today. They are still very, very, very much around in churches today. Uh, time is gone. Time is gone. Let's quickly finish. So they wanted to kill him. Church people, church people, God people, gospel people, they wanted to kill him. And they were watching for him day and night at the city gate so they could murder him. I, I mean, ah, God will, God, will, God will help us. How will you church people? So it's from the beginning. I, I mean, we were on a platform today, uh, early in the morning, Pastor Olorokwami will bear me witness. And someone was complaining bitterly about what their experience uh, in, in the hands of someone. And we're just trying to encourage the person and things like that. And I just look at, see. Church people, these are church people. These are not, these are not some uh, uh, pagans or people that you will bind and cast. These are, church, these are real, real, saved, in quotes, believers. And they're plotting to kill someone because he's preaching. Let's even assume that. And it, and it happens, especially in this generation, it's happening that someone doesn't hold your point of view, then he must die. 
because someone doesn't hold your point of view, because I don't, because I don't believe in the same thing you believe, then you must kill me. It's happening. So after a while, the Jews, uh, so they were watching uh, day and night to kill him. But Saul was told about their plot. See, this is why you need, you need, you need people. We all need people. Who are the people that told them about their plot? Is probably possibly among the Jews, among the, the people that were plotting, or the people that heard them plotting. The people told them, hey, Ogbeni, sorry, uh, Ogbeni means um, young man. Young man, worry yourself, bro, you know, you're about to die. And look at things, see, see, see. God was able to save him. But why didn't he say, yeah, yeah don't give me, I'll go there. Brother, you will just die. <laughs> the work of God will continue. <laughs> you will die as in God will still be God. We need, we need, we need, we need some some wisdom. We need to apply to to our um, zeal. We need to apply wisdom. He was doing the work of God. They are going to kill him for doing the work of God. He could have said, "Ah, if God be God, if I am truly called, you don't see me to kill." What happened to him? Let's look at it. So during the night. <laughs> During the night, some other believers lowered him in a large basket through an opening in the city wall. In other words, the guy vamoosed. He ran away. Is it that he doesn't have it? Is it that he's scared? But the truth of the matter is that they will kill you. You will go to heaven. But the work of God will, God will choose another person. So we need to, I think we need to, these are balances we need to put into place. Actually, these, um, it is well, uh, preachers. Preachers that always believe that nothing evil can happen to me. I'm always uh, covered with the blood of Jesus. Yes, we're always covered with the blood of Jesus. But that doesn't mean you should put your neck uh, in the, you understand what I'm saying? Paul, that was just saved, zealous. You know, we talked about Stephen. And probably you, you too learned from Stephen that the guy was zealous. He had the Holy Spirit. His face changed to that of an angel. But they still killed him. He still died. Real death. Human, physical, physical death. His body died. His soul went to meet the Lord. But he died. So Saul heard about they were going to kill him. He didn't, he didn't start blasting in tongues. He didn't wish them away. He didn't go to say that, except I am not called by God. That's when you kill me. What did he do at night? He didn't do it in the day so that someone would not say, this is the way, this is the way he took. They just go after him. At night, they lowered him in a basket through the city wall. He ran away. There's, a, there's an adage in Yoruba land that a, a, a warrior is known. Uh, a, a, the best uh, tactics of the warrior is both attack and retreat. There were times uh, 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 Saul will attack. There were other times he will retreat. Okay, let's go. Uh, verse 26, when Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to meet with believers. Trust me, church people, I am here to meet you if I was in Jerusalem. Bros, yeah. don't worry, preach your, <laughs> preach your message. Don't worry, don't come here. Yeah, they did not believe he had truly, he had truly become a believer. Then Barnabas, I wanted to look at this uh, from Bible Works, uh, that's verse uh, 27, let me go, verse 27, I think this was Barnabas, this was his nickname, Barnabas that was called uh, the son of encouragement, that was the nickname, uh, the nickname means son of encouragement, 
yes, it was it was that same uh, Barnabas, a native of Cyprus. So yeah, it was the same Barnabas that we talked about. I think in chapter five. Uh, I think his name was Joseph or something like Judas, but uh, they they named they nicknamed him Barnabas. So it was still the same. Who, who had a field? Uh, who had a property and sold it? Uh, he was a big boy. I mean, these guys had uh, uh, properties. So it was this Barnabas that that spoke out for him. Then Barnabas brought him to the apostles and told them how Saul had seen the Lord in the way to Damascus and, and how the Lord had spoken to Saul. Look at it. it, it okay, I'll come back to this Saul. Um, he was. We also told them how Saul had preached boldly in the name of Jesus in Damascus. So Saul stayed. Saul stayed with the apostles and went all around Jerusalem with them, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. He debated with some Greek-speaking Jews, but they tried to murder him. See his job description, though. He must suffer. He will suffer. The job description, the thing done they follow him, he's following the guy. He must suffer. Again, they want to kill him. Jews, oh, Jews, they want to kill him. Now, you remember that uh, in our children, when, when we were in children uh, church, uh, they used to tell us that Saul uh, became Paul at conversion, that the Holy Spirit came on, on Saul and he was converted to Paul. Uh, yes and no. Uh, Saul is just the Hebrew of Paul. Uh, so uh, it's, not, it's not a conversion uh, story. Uh, it was just uh, that it, because Paul was um, uh, uh, speak, was 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 getting around the Jewish, I mean the Greek speaking guys. He he, he went more with his um, Greek name, uh, Paul. So it wasn't a conversion thing. It was the fact that oh, I'm with these guys now. I'm with the Greeks now, uh, and I have to I'm more with them. So it wasn't uh, the Holy Spirit that changed Saul to Paul. He was already converted here, and the Bible was still using Saul, Saul because he was still among the Jews. Uh, like that's the Hebrew. The Hebrew, I mean, was named after a lot of things about this guy. Uh, maybe I'll go into it next at uh, the next uh, uh, lesson. A lot of things about Saul. For him to be, he was in the order of uh, Benjamin. He was named after after the first king. Of Israel, so you could understand that they've actually planned his life. That this guy is going to be a scholar, is going to be a Pharisee. He was already a Pharisee. Uh, he studied under Gamaliel. So, but so Saul is the is the Hebrew name. Paul is the Greek name. Is the for the, so because he's worked more with the Greek speaking guys, he, he converted his name to Greek. He's just like um, permit me to use the word. Uh, the Yoruba, Peter, for instance. Peter, in English, the Yoruba is Peteru. So imagine if a, a missionary comes from England to a Yoruba-speaking community, and his name is Peter, and because he wants to be identified with the Yoruba-speaking guys, he, start, he changed his name to Peteru. Not because of conversion, just because he wants to be a good missionary. So uh, let's just get that uh, straight. Okay, so Saul stayed with that. Okay, he debated with some, so he wanted to, they wanted to kill him, verse 29. Okay, we're almost through. Uh, please, if you have questions, I'll go and check YouTube if there are questions. Please type your questions now if you have questions. When the believers heard about this, they took him 
So when they wanted to kill him again, you know, they wanted to kill him in Jerusalem. The guy ran to, uh, uh, I mean, they wanted to kill him in, in Damascus, he ran to Jerusalem. Now, <laughs> death is swelling on his head again. When the believers said about this, they did not pray. They did not organize prayer work. What did they do? They took him down to Caesarea and sent him away to Tarsus, his own town. They go and die your house. <laughs> no, no, I was just joking. <laughs> but they sent it to his own town. At least the people of your own town will have a little bit of mercy on you. At least they understand that, oh, the guy is, this, this guy, that's how he does. That's how his father used to do. He used to argue a lot. Uh, so the church had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria. And it became stronger. The believers lived in the fear of the Lord, and it was an encouragement of the Holy Spirit. And with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, he also grew in numbers. So, why would the church have peace after this? You, Tola is, I think Tola is on this call. You understand what I was saying all through last week that the persecution was just because of what Stephen did, and they felt it was, it was insulting their ancestors. I mean, the way it, time is gone, time is gone. Let me quickly wrap up. Uh, so this was Peter uh, uh, healing Dorcas. Uh, let me just read it. We know, we know this story. Meanwhile, Peter traveled from place to place and he came down to visit the believers in the town of Lydia. Uh, he met a man uh, named Aeneas was paralyzed, bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. The whole population of Lydia and Sharon saw Aeneas walked around and they, and they turned to the Lord. There was, a there was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. So just something like this. Tabitha, Dorcas, Saul, Paul. It's the same thing. Uh, she was always doing kind things for others uh, and helping the poor. About this time, she became ill and died. Her body was washed up for burial, laid up in the upstairs room. But the believers heard, uh, and heard that Peter was nearby at Lydia and sent two men to beg him, please come as soon as possible. Peter returned and arrived in the upstairs room. The room was filled with widows, uh, those who were weeping and showing him the coats and other clothes doctors had made for them. But Peter asked all of them to leave the room. Then he knelt down and prayed, turning to the body. Get up, Tabitha. And she opened her eyes and she saw Peter and she sat up. Now look at this. Uh, the Bible says, in the days of my offering, I mean, in the days of my trouble, the Lord will remember my many offerings. See, it's good to give. Your offering can speak for you in the days of your trouble. Uh, it's not a giving section, so let me not go into that. Uh, let me just quickly wrap up this. But so, but Peter did something very significant. He sent everybody out. The kind of miracle workers, in quotes, we have these days are people that want to perform miracles in front of everybody. Camera, watch me, watch me, watch me, follow me, follow me. Yes, 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 yes. Watch me, watch me, watch me. When Jesus wanted to raise a dead as well, and, and they were mourning, the people that were mourning, and Jesus told them that she was always, all, only sleeping and they were laughing, he sent all of them out. Peter wants to do this, he sent all of them out. So where did the people that now want to be performing miracle for public show, for as a showpiece, where did they get their own? See, miracles can be performed by the devil. Please understand that. If you're not doing things according to the pattern of Christ, Jesus did this pattern. Peter is repeating the pattern. 
Now, if your own pattern is not like this, the miracle could happen. Because the Bible even says the Antichrist will perform real-life miracles. Real-life miracles, not, not tricks. Real-life miracles. So it's possible the miracle may be real, but it is not from the Lord. We have preachers these days that want to do showbiz with the gospel, like proper showbiz with the, with the gospel. And so uh, verse one, he gave his hands, uh, he gave her his hand, helped her up, and he called, called the widows and all the believers, uh, and he presented her alive to them. The news spread out to the whole town, many people believed, and Peter stayed a long time in Joppa, living with Simon, a tunnel of height. Uh, so if we, let's, let's, may the Lord just help us. Please don't stop running from pillar to pole looking for miracles. Miracles may occur through the power of the devil. Because the Bible says even the, the devil disguised as a, an angel of light. So please, I beg of you, um, just on, no, of course, I know a lot of us on, on this on this call, uh, we're mature people, we're mature Christians, but please let's just preach this gospel that it is not, um, how do I say it now? It is not, it is not uh, uh, a, a thing of, it is not a thing of, 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 showbiz miracles is not a thing of showbiz it's not a thing that we should now start in and carrying camera and doing things about that's not the order of christ that's not how christ did it the lord will help us in jesus name do we have any question let me quickly check uh let me check youtube if we have questions any question here on Zoom before we close? Okay, no question. Uh, pastor, let's have uh, one of our pastors to pray for us. Uh, I think Pastor Olu is there. Pastor Lauren Kwame, are you there, sir? Can you just lead us in closing prayer? Oh, yes, we appreciate God for the teaching. I love bless you, Ron. Thank you, sir. Oh, Father, we want to thank you for this session tonight. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for the experience position of your word. We thank you for the changes that it will bring in the body of Christ. Lord, we ask that this word will help us and awaken our souls and spirits to the real things you want us to be doing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Bless your son in the name Amen. of Jesus. Let us revival in all our churches. Unto the glory Amen. of the Lord. When we meet next week, Amen. Lord, we will glorify you the more. In Amen. Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, sirs. Have a wonderful Amen. time. See you next week. You too, Baba. Yes. Sir.